Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Well, happy Tuesday, Service Legends. Welcome back to another episode of the Service Legend Podcast. Today, we are thrilled to have Mike Gore-Hickman as our guest. Welcome to the show. What's up, Ryan? Good to chat again. Yes. Not too long ago that we chatted, but we won't talk about that right now. You know, we'll talk about it in a second. But, uh, and it's kind of a good day to, to have you on the podcast. I mean, I'm not sure. And we'll get into that in a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> welcome absolutely. to the podcast. Glad to have you. Um, and uh, for those of you that don't know Mike, if you're a painting contractor that's uh, living in the United States you, and you haven't heard of Mike and, and what he's up to and how he's helping painting companies, then you must be living under a rock or hiding from the, the information. But uh, Mike is hailing from Canada, Mike's journey uh, from running a successful painting company, scaling it to nearly $200,000 a month by age 23, uh, to helping um, online marketing startup reach $10 million a year. It's really inspiring for me and, and, and for a lot of people. Uh, and now he leads a unique coaching program for painting contractors armed with guaranteed results and an impressive array of testimonials. And it, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. <laughs> um, join us as we delve into Mike's entrepreneurial uh, adventures, his coaching approach, and how he balances it all uh, as a devoted family man, triathlete, runner, and piano player. And we'll get into all of that today. We have a lot of things uh, packed in for an action-packed episode. Uh, that's my version, Mike, uh, yeah. <laughs> of you. Um, but you know, if you could just give us a little bit more context from your side of things and maybe kind of how you know, to help us understand who you are and kind of what you're up to and really like maybe how, like the origin of how you got to uh, helping so many people right now. For sure, man. And it all started when I was in college and I was running a painting company. Um, like so many other people, you know, try running a painting company in, in college just to make some extra money on the side. And um, very quickly, I, I kind of had the knack for it. You know, um, my first year of, of running my business when I was 20, 2021, um, I think we did like thirty to $40,000 per month on average. And then, you know, by my third year in business, we were, you know, just close to $200,000 per month. And, um, I mean, I was going to business school at the time, so that was definitely helpful, but I would, I would say that I learned a lot more running my painting business than I did in school. It was a lot more applicable. I was way more devoted to it, you know? Um, and so I did that and, uh, people often ask, Hey, why don't you just continue running your business after university, after college? And, um, basically my, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, she got transferred out of the city for her job. And instead of shutting down, instead of shutting my, down my business and restarting it in a new city, I decided I didn't have the, you know, the energy or desire to really start it up from scratch again. And I wanted to, you know, try a new path. So at that time I got an opportunity to work for an online marketing startup, um, help them grow very, grow very quickly to about 10 million in, in recurring revenue. Um, an annual, sorry, annual contract value by the end of, by within three years and, uh, learned a lot. And from there, uh, spun off my own, own side business, which went through a few iterations, but is now paintergrowth.com. Yeah. Paintergrowth.com is, uh, you know, I've done a lot of research on it and we've spent some time together and, um, you know, I only bring people on the podcast or like in our community that, uh, you know, you know, I, you know, I feel like I trust and, 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 and so super excited, um, 
a lot of uh, you guys that are listening live, it looks like about five here live on the replay, if you're on the replay, uh, thank you for, you for listening on the replay. You get most of uh, our listeners are on Apple and Spotify. And uh, most of you might have heard of Mike or seen Facebook ads or things like this or paintergrowth.com. And so we'll dive into that uh, here a little bit. And, you know, first we can maybe touch on the experience of the painting company uh, itself and, and curious to, you know, to, to see how that experience has, you know, I, I guess uh, um, impacted the way that you built your product for, for painters. Like, did that help you kind of transform the painting product and make it more valuable with that experience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's a lot of coaches out there who have never painted before and they try to, you know, uh, try to coach painting contractors when they don't know what it's like to be actually in the, you know, in the trenches. And so like, I've been there, my guys have spilled gallons of paint on shingles and carpets. And I've had houses that I've lost money on. I've had buildings that I've made, you know, $20,000 profit on one, one project. So I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I even broke my wrist on a project, had painters walk off site. So mm. when it comes to like empathizing with the painting contractor, you know, I've been there, I understand it, I've lived it. And, um, and you know, that is important, but what's more important now, uh, what we found is like, there's a, there's a, a, a knowledge gap between what painters think they need and what they actually do need. Hmm. Most painters, when it comes to growing their business, they think if I had more leads, I would be able to grow. If I just had 50 leads a month or if I just had 30 leads a, a month, I would be able to grow my business. Um, when in reality, more leads doesn't necessarily equ equate to business growth. So on the front end of our, our program, we sell, hey, you're going to get leads, you're going to get sales, you're going to grow your business. But on the back end, it's a little bit sneaky because it's a lot more than that. You need a lot more than leads to grow your business. Grow your business. You need leads, you need sales systems, you need organization, you need priority management, you need recruiting, hiring, leadership, production, finance, um, the list goes on. And if any one of those systems are lagging in your business, you're going to lose money. Like we have a client just really quick mm -hmm. who's doing a million dollars plus a year right now. He just joined our program and he's doing a million a year and he made no money. He made like 80 grand last year. Hmm. And so we're like digging into it. He's like, we're like, we're like doing some like financial uh, investigation. Like, where is all your money? Like, you have all of this money coming in. Where is it going? So we're helping him break down, you know, where the money's coming, where it's going, his accounts receivable, accounts payable, what his margins are, job costing. And uh, for him, it's not leads. It's not sales. It's not production, hmm. but it's organization and planning. So, so it's good. like everyone's everyone's business is in a different spot and everyone needs something different. But at the end of the day, everyone needs all of it just in a different order. God, it's so, God, it's so good, man. It's so good. Uh, you know, if you're live and you're listening live and you, and you see us, give us some, some engagement. Let us know that, that there's not AI uh, behind us. Uh, give us uh, a comment uh, there, hashtag live or, or hashtag value if you like where we're going with this and, and, and you want some more. Also, if you're on the replay, let us know you're on replay too. Put in comments, hashtag replay. And as we go through this, uh, this, this podcast today, guys, um, we'll get some engagement and, uh, we can have some questions answered and things like that too. So give us some engagement in the comments over there. Um, so that's, it's funny you mentioned that too, Mike, because, um, you know, in our monthly calls with, with clients and when we onboard, I developed this thing, it, you know, just for internal use really made, but it's called, you know, we call it the sales and marketing KPI calculator and really just a lead to sales cycle focus clarity, uh, document. And, one of the things that um, a lot of times with our clients are onboarding, usually when they're doing you know, between 500 to 1.5, uh, you know, a year, um, this is really um, pertinent, but 
it's it's so pertinent when when you can see clarity on you don't need to spend more money to make more money from a lead to sell cycle standpoint as well because if you can just increase your lead to appointment ratio if you can increase your slip um your sales closing ratio if you can increase your average ticket um your cost per acquisition ultimately that's the most important number there is, is you know is going to be lowered and it's always very uh surprising when someone's like oh like you know i don't need to spend more money to make more money and i'm like well Yes, you can spend more money, make more money, but first let's get these things dialed in. And um, do you see that a lot with uh, your your enrollments and your new people that are coming in where um, what's the thing that they focus on most uh, or that's the biggest need when they come on in? Is, is it that lead to sell cycle or is it the operation when they first come on in to the program? <laughs> so um, those are all important. Those are all very important. Um, you know, most of the time when we look at those metrics, whether it's lead to sales cycle or sales rate or uh, you know, number of leads coming in, like there's there's metrics that we can improve without necessarily having them spend more money, right? Help them with a better pre-sales process, help them overcome objections a little bit better, help them with some automated, you know, SMS reminders and stuff like that to to help bolster lead to sales cycle. But the thing that especially for the smaller business owners who need more leads, like truly they need more leads. They're like, Hey, I'm getting like one lead a week. And like, I can't even close it for those people. The biggest barrier, the biggest thing in their way is, and it's going to sound corny, but it's themselves. It's themselves and them not prioritizing, prioritizing the right activities and wondering why they're not bringing in leads when they're not doing the activities required to bring in leads. Hmm. We have a whole host of marketing, you know, recommendations. We can even talk about some of them today. I'm, you know, open book here. But if you're not doing the output, you can't expect to get the input. You know, you can't throw one Facebook ad and say, oh, I tried Facebook. Facebook doesn't work. Or you can't go knock on 10 doors and say, I tried door to door. Door to door doesn't work. You can't put out 500 flyers and say, I tried flyers. Flyers don't work right? It's like you need to 100x your output if you want to get that input coming in your business. And that's where most people, you know, throw their hands up and give up is because mm -hmm. they don't understand the required output to run a successful business. If it was easy, everyone would do it, but it's not. Wait, so you're telling us, you know, everything we see online, scaling to seven figures in four months or, you know, cash collected, whatever, whatever. That's not, that's not easy. <laughs> that's not easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's easy if you're addicted to like the dopamine of winning. Mm. And that's what, that's, Ooh. that's how I looked at business when I, I mean, even now, you know, I'm, I'm, it's not like I'm out of the business game. It's, I'm still an entrepreneur. I'm, this business now is much bigger than my painting company ever was. But in my painting company, I was so addicted to the dopamine of booking that next job, booking a bigger job, being more profitable. Like I would spend half my Sunday doing my job costing. Cause that was my favorite part of the week where I got to figure out how much money I made. Mm. Like how come people don't like job costing? Understand how much money you're making. The only reason people don't want to look at that and don't want to look at their bank account every day is because they don't like what they see. Mm. Say that one again for the back. No, <laughs> right? um, you know, what's crazy about that too is, you know, I think early on, and I experienced this too in my entrepreneur journey here, my entrepreneurship journey, but is, you know, there's a, and, you know, I think you and I spoke offline about this and and, and I think we agree about this, but it's, it's kind of like these, you know, like these fears and these self-esteem things. And um, usually, you know, it comes from a lack of experience a lot of times. And, you know, a lot of you guys that are listening and Mike and I both, and a lot of the guys that we look up to um, and, you know, we all have those fears and those self-esteems and those things that we're not necessarily good at yet. I know for me early on, it was the finance, the managing of teams and 
talking to clients or, or you know, like you want to get yourself out of things or you don't know what you don't know. And that's why, you know, I just think the, 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 the art of mentorship and, 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 and coaching is so like, I've, I mean, I've, I've spent so much time and effort on it. Um, and so I love what you say about the, you know, the mindset and the perspective thing. And how have you seen um, just practically people change that mindset? You know, you know, is it te- can it happen overnight? Is it is something that takes five years? Kind of what can someone expect on that? I mean, part of the entrepreneur's journey is, uh, and I did a great pod with uh, Nick just the other day, Nick Slavic the other day about his journey from uh, how did he technician uh, to, op- to technician to manager to leader, and that was his kind of journey. I really liked how he broke that broke that down. Um, but when someone joins uh, or when someone's early on in their, their entrepreneurial journey, they just started their business. Maybe they have like a few jobs lined up. They have a helper, maybe a crew, and they're trying to figure out how to get to that next level. Uh, the first thing that needs to happen is they need to have an awareness of the issue and an awareness of the solution. So not knowing how to do it yet, but knowing that there is something that they need to do in order to get to that next level. Right. And then it's about understanding what that next level looks like. What And then finally, what are the steps that you need to do to get there, right? And uh, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just booking more work, right? It's being more organized. It's, it's ramping up everything that we told you that we, that we mentioned earlier. Um, but once you have an awareness of your current situation, awareness of where you want to go, and then awareness of the things that need to happen in order to get there, then we can start learning. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's so, it's, it's so mission critical to have that first because, you know, it's like a relationship. If it doesn't start with truth, nothing else really matters, you know, because we're just, we're just putting band-aids on things. And it's, it sounds similar here uh, in business. You know, um, there's a guy on, on, on Instagram, Funny Marco. It's like this Instagram. His name's Funny Marco. He's just a post funny videos. And he always says, uh, he goes, it's a mindset thing. He has his shirt. says, it's a mindset thing. And uh, that, that's what it is here. You know, it's a mindset thing first. And I love that. And you also talked about this transitioning period of, you know, having some success in your painting company and, and then getting the experience in that online marketing company and really playing a pivotal role. And, uh, you know, I'm curious how, you know, you, you connected the dots on, on all of that. Um, if you can share that. I guess it's like, it's like one, one thing at a time, like one step at a time. And the, you know, there's a big difference between knowing how to do it yourself and then knowing how to help other people do it. So understanding, is it a skill gap? Is it a knowledge gap? Is it a commitment gap? And then coaching each person differently based on where that gap is. Um, and then it's about like, not even is it skill, knowledge or commitment is like, what is the gap? What is the actual skill? What is the actual knowledge that's missing? And what's the most pertinent? What's the most important skill to help them focus on to move the needle the most, the soonest, right? And um, it, it comes from a lot of trial and error. But oftentimes, like we'll start with one thing, say we'll start with priority management, and then sales and marketing in that order. So help them get their calendar straight, get them in control of their time, help them um, improve their sales process so they can improve their uh, uh, lead to sales cycle and, and close rate, and then help implement a bunch of lead flow techniques so they can start ramping up with leads. And once that happens, the next problems in the business will become self-evident. Hmm. Is it, is it now a scheduling issue? Is it a production issue? Is it a customer success issue? Is it a collections issue? Is it an expectations issue? And, and we'll figure out what happens next just simply by throwing gasoline on the fire and seeing what breaks. That's the best way to do it. Man, I love that. Um, and 
I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, and it talks about like, um, switching gears specifically, like on the marketing side of like the online company, you know, cause what's really cool about your story. And, and, and for me, like what I like, the reason why you're so successful, there's a, there's a lot of reasons and how you're helping so many people. You know, I love the impact side of things. And, um, and, it, and it's just so awesome seeing paintergrowth.com have this such a big impact on not only the industry, but these individual companies and their employees and their family. Like it's the domino effect of, of, of the impact for me. Like, you know, I see it clear as day and it's so awesome. And, um, at the, at the marketing company, what were some of the skill sets that you gained there that really helped mold, not just from like a marketing side of perspective, but like really scaling that and being part of like an operation and, you know, it, you know being scaled and all of those different characteristic traits, whether it's leadership or what have you, you know, just curious how that has like transcended, you know, into the, like into sure. the day now. Yeah. Um, probably the, there's two, two things that I really got a lot from that experience. Um, of working for this this marketing company, and and just to be clear, I don't consider myself a marketing company now. We're we're a coaching and training company, and uh, that's what we are. We don't even do any marketing except for for ourselves. But uh, two things that I saw that were really really instrumental in in helping me get to where we are today. Uh, number one is the operational uh, systems required to run and grow an online company. So I got to see like software stacks and uh, internal workflows and team members and delegation and SOPs. Um, and, and the development of those things from a startup to a quite a scaled company. And that's something that most people don't ever really get the chance to, to see. So I'm, you know, constantly sharing those lessons with our, with our, with our crew, with our clients. And then the other is I was fortunate enough to work for a, a great leader. Um, mm. the, the boss of this company, the owner founder of this company, um, you know, he's empathetic leader. He was a, you know, early engineer at Tesla, software engineer at te Tesla, um, like way back in the early, you know, 2010s. And he started this business that I was able to, you know, hitch my wagon to. And I got to see him lead from a small group to a big group and and make decisions and how he communicated and how he was able to to get people to to rally behind his vision. And um, I took a lot of lessons from that. You know, again, not many people are fortunate enough to ever have a good boss, a good leader to follow. And um, yeah, I, I learned uh, I learned a lot from that experience. Yeah, it's so good, you know, because that concept and like that, that, that leader's leadership ability, like some of the things that I think you've learned, you know, we can learn as running our service businesses. And it's such a great concept that, you know, the leadership is, you know, healthy top down that he was such a great leader and look what you've done, you know, and I'm not saying it's all owed to him, but, you know, how awesome is that? to know that leaders create leaders, leaders don't create followers. And I think it's a great concept that we can all take away back literally practically is, you know, how are you being a leader today for your team? You know, how are you uh, creating leaders within your company? How are you creating a, you know, how can you have this concept to be true in your business? $10 million a year painting company or um, a marketing company that Mike worked for and look what Mike's doing now, all the impact. And it could have just been from a good leadership uh, stack or team. So mission critical uh, these things. And that's what I love about your program too, is it's not just here's how to do the operations. Here's a swipe and deploy SOPs. It's like, you know, we're, we're actually elevating and really professionalizing this industry. And Jason and talked about it, you know, it's all the time around, you know, painting needs to go through this, this renaissance of professionalization, you know, and uh, some industries have done it and they've done it very, very well. And Tommy's, um, you know, has a lot of cool stuff like with elevate, like, and I feel like we need more of this, man. 
we need more of this and shame on us if 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 we're not finding more people to serve like like you're doing um mm -hmm. where did this come from from you where did this passion come from i mean i was always a entrepreneur through and through um from an early age like i would i live up in canada so you know, when I was 10 years old, I would go out on a snowy day and shovel all the driveways on the block and come home with a hundred bucks. Right. And I was like, how did you get that money? I'm like, I was just shoveling the driveways <laughs> and people would pay me, you know? And, um, then I bought a truck as soon as I could. It was, you know, hauling, hauling junk, you know, add on Craigslist, um, doing odd jobs, anything that I could. And then got into painting, had the opportunity to, to really, um, create, uh, you know, a real business. And at that time I realized in my by the end of my first year painting, I realized that really the only way to make a true difference in my life and my future family's life is to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner. Um, I wasn't a fan of working for someone else that but that wasn't the main point. The main point was um, to really make an impact and to provide like a life of abundance for myself and my family. Um, I had to get into business ownership. And so as good. I continued my entrepreneurial journey, it became less about the money and now more about the impact. And the more impact that I can provide, the more people that I can touch, as Zig Ziglar would say, the more people that you can help reach their goals, the quicker you'll reach your own. Mm -hmm. So now that's really what I'm completely focused on, way less about the money and more about how many people can I impact, how many people can I help, and then my goals will get hit along the way. Yeah, I love that, man. And, you know, I, I share that same, that same uh, memento, if you will. And I know a lot of our listeners do and a lot of our clients at Service Legend do. And that's the whole concept behind Service Legend. You know, in our mantra is more profit, more freedom, more impact. And that's what I love about your program is, is it really does all of that. You know, like we have like very, you know, a lot of visions aligned and um, which is really, really cool. Um, what I wanted to transition into is, is, is kind of talking about um, the future of, uh, of the painting industry a little bit. Um, like, where do you see things going? Maybe just from now until the end of the year, like, what should painters be looking out for? How should they prepare? Where do you see things kind of going just from a, whether it's economic standpoint or just kind of a pulse check on the, on the space? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's lots of fear mongering right now around macroeconomic issues. And I think the impact could be severely less if there are any macroeconomic issues. I mean, who knows these days what's going to happen. They've been predicting a crash, predicting a recession, all this stuff, but not according to Jason and Nick, right? They don't care about any of it, right? No, nor should you, nor should the average <laughs> contractor. Um, and this is why there are in the United States, 330 million people, right? In Canada, there's, you know, 35 million people. There are so many people who are ready to get renovations done. And if they can't afford a really expensive renovation, they're going to go for an affordable renovation. And the most affordable, affordable renovation that you can do is painting. Okay. We are in a world of abundance. There are customers everywhere. And now it's about us continuing to develop ourselves and provide a professional service for people um, so that they can be proud of and they can tell their friends. And so how to make sure you're recession proof essentially is to work on yourself, be professional, um, be the business owner and be the leader that you want to be show up on time, do what you say you're going to do, do the best damn job that you can. And you're going to get more jobs. You're going to get referrals. You're going to have happy painters, happy customers. And um, I mean, that's how you continue to grow is by working on yourself first. Yeah, and there's so many opportunities to do that. I mean, it's it's absolutely incredible. I mean, we have the Service Legend Summit coming up October 5th through the 7th. I know you have uh, something exciting potentially to share if you want to today. Yeah. Uh, that I'll, we'll do that here in a second. But there's so many opportunities. We have Jason coming, Mike uh, or um, Nick coming. Are you speaking? Are you coming? To I'm going to be there. That's right. Yeah. You're coming as yeah. well. So if you want to hear this in person, maybe rub elbows, 
with Mike at the VIP event or anything at, you know, at the event, you guys can come to that. Um, I'll come back through the group and drop the 50% off early bird link because it ends on Friday and we have a ton of people in there. So I'm actually extending it here. Um, I want to get as many people there as possible so we can make that impact. Um, but maybe you could just speak to us. Uh, you know, I think we've all been seeing something uh, uh, cooking kind of brewing. Um, yeah. Are you allowed to share that today with us? Yeah. So today is actually the official launch date of the painter growth podcast. So I've been working on this hard for the last couple of months, have um, a crazy roster of, of, you know, industry titans in the painting industry. And that roster is growing every day. We actually just launched it today. So if you search in podcast, uh, Spotify or Apple podcast, painter growth podcast, and uh, you'll, you'll see my cartoon face pop up and we have four episodes premiering today. So we have Tanner Mullen, Nick Slavic, uh, Jesse Taron who is a coach at Blueprint and running a million dollar painting business himself in less than 15 hours a week. And then we have a client growth story, a painter growth story, Jaden Awin, who went from a startup to over 65K a month in, uh, in just a few months while um, being a new father as well. So we've got four episodes ready to roll and we're going to be releasing two new episodes every week um, as long as we can. And hopefully we can keep up the two a week cadence. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you guys just go to Google, uh, probably just go to Google or, or Apple or Spotify or what have you, but painter growth podcast, I imagine Mike. That's it. You painter growth first? podcast, three words. Uh, just search it in Spotify or Apple. It's not on Google yet because it takes all that time to get indexed and whatnot, but yeah, just search right. in product, uh, in Spotify or Spodcast. <laughs> yeah, guys go, uh, go to Apple, go to Spotify, painter growth podcast, go, give some love over there. There's going to be some awesome content dropping and I I'm, I'm excited to see it. Cause you know, I love, I love the way your brain works. I love how you think about things. And I think you have a great way of questioning. And, and, and so I'm excited to listen uh, and watch. Now I'm a watcher. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll watch them on YouTube and listen. So I'm super pumped about that. Um, maybe just going deeper into that is, um, oh, what's the vision behind it um, for the podcast? So the vision for the podcast is to be the most specific, you know, at best, everyone wants to be the best, but, you know, most specific and best a business podcast for painting contractors. So we're not talking about how to paint a fence. We're not talking about, you know, um, other businesses. It's like all relevant specifically to painting contractors. Um, we're going to get some like big contractors on there who do ex exclusively commercial, industrial, um, residential. And like I said, we had Nick Slavic on. We have some huge names that are going to be coming up soon um, as well that I can't, I can't announce yet. But uh yeah, it's going to be it's going to be big and hopefully the the one-stop shop for anyone with a painting company who's looking to learn the business side of it. Yeah, so you have to tune in to Painter Growth podcast uh to to listen and the YouTube channel everything like that to get to get more info. We'll definitely support you on that. Uh Mike. Um now so who is uh there's a couple more questions here but who's the ideal uh uh, client for paintergrowth.com, you know, maybe a size wise, or maybe it's mindset wise, who has the most success, um, you know, in your program? Um, what's that avatar? For sure. Um, we have two programs and, uh, essentially two avatars, but the number one thing is not revenue. It's not profit. It's not anything around that number of painters, number of crews. It is mindset. Mm -hmm. So if you have a growth oriented mindset, you're open, you're coachable, uh, you're humble, you're willing to take, you know, advice and, and, ha and have a good look inward. Um, that's the type of painter that we want to work with. Someone who truly wants to grow and is true, is open to being, uh, uh, you know, open to being, to being coached and helped. So our 
I don't want to call it an intro program, but our flagship program, um, Painted Road Blueprint, typically for anyone kind of doing between like zero and 50K a month, right? So kind of ish, you know, mm -hmm. we have some people who are doing more, some people, who, I mean, aren't doing less than zero, but um, in this, <laughs> in this 90 day accelerator, we, we teach uh, sales, marketing, priority management, um, and uh, hiring and, and intro to leadership. Right. We do that over a 90 day period. We have three time a week live calls. We do unlimited support, tons of templates and, and systems and basically helping people uh, implement the foundational systems in their business that they need to actually start growing instead of being in their own way. And then we have our freedom program, Blueprint Freedom, which is all about truly scaling. And so this is a one on one coaching program where we actually pair you up with an incredibly qualified, like badass coach. Um, you still got all the training and systems from the flagship program, but it's all, it's more one-on-one -on -one coaching and really helping with the uh, executive leadership uh, type of uh, type of training to help people level up from, from that perspective. And so we have, we have guys doing, you know, one, two, three plus million in that program and, uh, and just, yeah, seen tons of results, tons of breakthroughs um, and, and stuff like that. That's incredible because, you know, you really meet people where they're at. It sounds like, and you know, it's, you know, business is business, you know? And so you meet people where they're at and that's, that's, that's really, really cool. And so, um, what's, what's kind of like the, the wrong way to come into your company, you know, you know, what, what, what does not work? <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause you guys work with so many people, you've had so much success and I'm sure you guys have an idea of, you know, what, what the most, uh, non-ideal way to come into the company would look like. Yeah. And this is, exactly the reason why we decided to not do marketing for other for painters anymore we used to do marketing we used to do facebook ads google ads stuff like that for painters and we found the um avatar that we would get when people came to us i know you do marketing you have your own way to to vet clients but when yeah. people came to us to get done for you services done they would kind of come up they would cross their arms and say get us leads get me leads why don't i have leads yet why isn't it live what's going on I want more leads. The leads are weak. Leads are crap. How come they're not qualified better? And so we would get a lot of this like blaming on us. Everything was on us. And if we didn't execute perfectly, um, we would have complaints. We would have churn. And I was like, you know what? This isn't the type of painter that I want. I want someone who can take responsibility, who wants to work with us and not against us. Right. Mm. And that really is what led us to um, building out our coaching program, among a couple of other things. But we, we built our coaching program. And now the clients that we get are, hey, let's try this together. Hey, why didn't this work? Okay, let's figure it out. What did you do? What did you try? How do we improve next time? Right? And, and in a coaching relationship, there is no blaming, right? Because it's all collaborative. And it's not, it's not like, okay, it's all on the client and you're on your own and here's a video database, but it's like, okay, every single week, what have you completed? What have you tried? Okay, this didn't work. Let's do that. Let's, this did work. Let's do more of that. And it's, it's a constant evolution and a working together and such a, a better dynamic than what I, what my experience was in a, in an agency setting. Yeah, it's so good. That is so good. And, you know, I think we all can tell you put so much work into the product and, you know, you know, good product and good leadership can solve a lot. You know, all you need is a laptop and a Google Doc after that, you know, and you'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah. um, that's that's really cool. As we kind of wrap some things up here, I have kind of one or two more questions. But was there anything specific maybe that you wanted to share, brother, on uh, on the pod here? I mean, probably, you know, for the average, the average, you know, there's every, every painting contractor is different. Every business is different. And okay. I'm sure at one point 
just about everyone here has, has had the thought, oh, my business is different or, hey, this wouldn't work for me because of X, Y, and Z, because of my area or because of my clients or because I'm such a perfectionist. I need to be on every site. Like we had this client, we have this client, Christina, wonderful human, um, was stuck in her business doing like 7K a month for years. And uh, she joined her program, followed the process. She had those same thoughts. I have to be on every site. I'm a woman-owned business. Customers want me on site. We worked through some things with her. And uh, now she did like 60K last month. Wow. And she made like $20,000, $25,000 profit <laughs> in like four wow. months. So, so like it, it's about knowing that you are, your situation is, it may be unique. It may be different, but it's definitely workable. And then the second thing is like, don't sleep on the power of priority management. If you've ever thought about improving your priority management or getting a digital calendar or, or moving everything out of your head, that should be where you start when it comes to growing your business. Nothing needs, nothing can live in your head, the owner's head, if you want to grow a, a business. If it's like, oh, customer expectations live in my head because I had the conversation with the customer and I know that she has a cat and I got to keep the back door closed. Like if that lives in your head, that is not a scalable system. So start writing things down, even using a simple notebook, even if you use a painter growth branded notebook, which all of our clients get, uh, <laughs> that can be all that it takes. Well, that one helps you write much, much quicker though. It's like, isn't there chat GPT in that one? In the notepad you send out? Yeah, <laughs> integrated or our painter growth workbook with all of our uh, spreadsheets and uh, Love that. <laughs> our templates all printed out, right? So it's about getting the, the basics in place and then figuring out what your next challenge is. And that's the that's basically what our whole sales process is. It's less of a sales process and more of like a, let's figure out what your biggest challenge is. And if it's something we can help you with, great. And if it's something that you need to go find a therapist to help with, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. <laughs> that's a different package, you know? No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the painter shrink package, eh. <laughs> that has guaranteed uh, $10,000, no. Um, yeah. No, that's, man, it's so cool. and. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, um, you're so, you know, the product's so good. And sometimes I think a lot of home service guys, they might get scared or fearful or, you know, feel like some of the, you know, like ads that we might run or things are scammy or what have you. And it's really cool just to get an opportunity to actually know who you are and get to know you and um, get some insight that, you know, it's not just some ad or some guy named Mike and some painter growth ad that you see online and some phony thing. And, like we talked about earlier, you know, most of the coaching program, you know, they're guru related. They don't have the experience. We all know this guys, but just know that there's also another world where, you know, there are real mentors. There are real coaches that can really help you and your business in a really big way. We just have to learn how to discern better. And, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, we've, we've gotten taken advantage of or whatever trust issues. And, you know, we have to, learn to kind of let that go and give, give opportunities uh, a chance to work. And um, yeah, early but, on, early on, I mean, I, I spend a lot of money on ads because the first thing that a lot of businesses need to do in order to get a foothold in any industry, whether it's a painting company, coaching company, or what else you need to pay for ads and you get your name out, you need to get clients, you need to get some testimonials. And, and that's what we did early on. And now, as you can, you know, probably tell with the partnerships, we have a partnership with Sherwin Williams, with the PCA, with, service legend with drip jobs with so many others. Now um, we're getting so many more clients without ads because they just see our social proof that that's, you know, it becomes a branding play long-term. So short-term it's legion long-term it's branding. 
And uh, that's the transition that we're making right now is like, can we get to a point where 80% of our new clients comes just directly from word of mouth and our branding efforts? That is so good. It's so good because we can take that into our service businesses as well. Um, I want to, want to, I want to kind of conclude with this, uh, and I like concluding with this, but, um, what is the best and the worst advice you've ever received when, uh, running your painting company? Like what was the best and worst advice that you, that you got during that time? Hmm. That's a really, uh, I can, I think probably a better way to just slightly rephrase that is what's the best yeah. and worst advice that I've seen other people get or give. Sure. Um, cause I, I've definitely, it was a while ago when I painted, so I can't remember specifically, sure. but, sure. um, one really bad piece of advice, uh, would be, uh, work yourself out of the hole that you're in, just work longer hours, work more hours, work harder, work until like, just sacrifice everything else and work. And then that will solve your problem. Mm -hmm. Right. It sounds like a good idea at the time, but it is anything but right. Yeah. You might crank out a little bit more production, but that goes back to the, you know, age old tale of sharpening your saw or sharpening your ax. Was that the sharpen your ax thing? So if you spend half that time sharpening your ax, you're going to get done three times as much work. Mm -hmm. um, and so that sharpening aspect is, is working on yourself, is working on the systems, is, is uh, adding people to your team, is working on your marketing campaigns and strategies so that you're not the one just like eking out that little bit of production. Um, and uh, the best piece of advice Actually, yep. sorry, second other worst piece of advice is use Angie's leads and Home Advisor. <laughs> uh, so I would never buy a lead. I've never bought a lead. I always recommend one of the first steps of any of our clients joining to cut all of that off because they're bad leads. They're shared. It's a, I think it's a, I mean, they're going through like class action lawsuits. Like I'm allowed to say that because it's, it's public, <laughs> public knowledge for, for ripping off contractors. So drop all of those lead sharing services. Um, and, uh, Oh man, best advice. I don't know if I can really pinpoint the best advice that I've ever been given. Well, besides hiring paintergrowth.com and servers legend, like, you know, what's the best yeah, advice? That's a, look at that, <laughs> one, two punch, right? Guaranteed, uh, guaranteed to scale. Um, I mean, probably just the best advice that I could give any painting contractor trying to uh, get going is you, know, like I said before, understand what you're doing with your time and optimize for time. Painting is the lowest, lowest priority, the low, and I'm not, I like, I will double underline painting on site is the lowest priority that you can do. Maximum what you can make per hour painting is about 50 bucks an hour, maybe a hundred bucks if things are going really good, but you make 50 bucks an hour painting, right? And I have so many painters that, that tell me I'm too busy to do this training. I'm too busy to watch the videos. I'm too busy to recruit painters because I'm painting all the time. Dude, you're looking at that all wrong. You're making $50 an hour while you're painting. Whereas if you're doing estimates, I don't need to go through the math right now, but if you're doing estimates, you're making at least 500 an hour. If you're recruiting, if you're bringing on great painters, you're making 5,000 an hour. And again, I can run through those numbers. I have a video where I, I break that down. But the point being is if you're stuck on the tools and you're stuck in that cycle of, of just painting, waking up, painting, going home, going to bed, reprioritize your time, take out you know four to six hours a week and just work on the business work on your marketing, work on your sales, work on your recruiting, uh, work on, you know, yourself, your priority management. And I promise you that those four to six hours that you take away from your business where you're not making the 150, $200, you are going to 10 X that in the coming weeks. If you can stay consistent, because that's the time that you need to spend to work on the business, to move things forward. And if you want, I will give a, I have a, like a, a whole toolkit that if anyone wants go to paintergrowth.com slash 100 K 
It's the toolkit that I gave away at the blast off event. And basically um, it's a, it's a, it's like seven or eight resources that you can use, including my priority management templates um, that are in my uh, workbook here. So paintergrowth.com slash 100 K and you can get that toolkit uh, right now and it's still up. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. If any of you guys don't find the URL, you can comment uh, here if you're on the replay or, or, or if you're listening on, this, um, on, on Spotify or Apple, uh, DM me on Facebook, DM Mike, and we, we, we can get you that information. Um, but man, thank you so much for your time. Super excited. There it is right there, guys. Paintergrowth.com forward slash 100K. Paintergrowth.com forward slash 100K. Reach out to Mike specifically. Uh, you can also go to paintergrowth.com just for uh, generalized information. Um, and is that the best way for them to reach out to you and just in general is paintergrowth.com there? Yeah, paintergrowth.com is a bunch of links to check out some videos, check out our YouTube channel, uh, check out the podcast. And if you want to meet with our team, um, yeah, you can just follow the links online and, uh, and, and schedule a meeting. We can, we can see uh, what your biggest challenge is, see if your business is even something that we can help. Um, and if it is, great. And if it's not, we'll be honest with you and point you in the right direction. Perfect. Love it, man. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. See a couple are still live. Thank you guys on the replay. Apple, Spotify, give us some feedback. We also have all of these uploaded to YouTube. So go to our YouTube channel as well. You can like, subscribe, comment on there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week for another show. Have an amazing week, amazing weekend. And we'll see you guys soon. Thanks, Brian. See ya. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.